Yesterday, during one of the weddings here at the church, it came time in the ceremony to ask for the rings. And I turned to the young woman who was supposed to present the rings and asked, and she became panic-stricken. And she turned to the person next to her and asked if they had the rings. Well, the bride and groom became panicked, and I began to wonder myself. And then all of a sudden, she smiled and said, April Fool's. (laughs) And I just looked at her and I said, well done. (laughs) Um, Henry Ward Beecher was a wonderful early congregational preacher in the 19th century, He was the first pastor at Plymouth Church of the Pilgrims in Brooklyn Heights, one of our predecessor uh, churches within the United Church of Christ. So he's part of our family historically. His his sister was Harriet Beecher Stowe. You may remember her from Uncle Tom's Cabin and the whole anti-slavery movement. Well, Beecher, as he went into the pulpit one Sunday morning, he found in the pulpit, a blank envelope. And so he opened it. And he looked at it, and it had one word on it, fool. And he chuckled, and he turned to the congregation, and he showed them. And he said, I've had many instances where someone has written a letter to me and not signed it. But this is the first time someone signed their name and forgot to write a letter. (laughs) Our sermon title today is April Fools, Who Are You? It is not April Fools today, but we are looking at that question of who we are. What is our identity? A college professor was, um, went to the, this was in the same 19th century, went to the Fiji Islands. And he was an agnostic. Being a bright, wise professor, he was an agnostic. And he met an elderly chief and he began to be critical and saying, I pity you for being taken in by the missionaries who came here. They only wanted to get rich from you, and they converted you for that purpose. And I'm really sorry that you've been so foolish to believe the Bible. Very few of us believe it anymore, or the story about Jesus' crucifixion. And the wise chief, his eyes flashed, and he said, Do you see that rock over there? We crushed the heads of our victims on those rocks. And do you see the ovens next to them? We, we cooked our enemies in those ovens. If it weren't for those missionaries and the love of Jesus and converting us from having been cannibals to Christians, you wouldn't leave this island alive. You would be our dinner. You need to thank God for the gospel. 
You need to thank God for the Bible. When we think of our scripture passages that were read, the first one, we encounter this conversation between Jesus and the disciples. And he asks, who do people say that the Son of Man is? And, and he realizes there's confusion about his identity. People are confused. One disciple gets it right. And then through kind of a telling of what's going to happen, then Jesus presents them with this upside-down notion. He says, those who want to save their lives will lose it. Who of us here doesn't want to save our lives? We protect, we maintain, we take care of, right? But he said, if you want to save your life, you'll lose it. You see, the way of the world is is not the way of the gospel, one for one. And then in our text from Paul, he talks about not being wise as the way of the world, because that's foolishness, but that we are to be fools if we are to truly be wise. For the way of the world, the wisdom of the world is foolishness. Paul preached the foolishness of Christ because the cross was folly to the Jews. There's a passage in Deuteronomy that says, Cursed is the one who is killed on a tree. Well, for a good Jew, for Jesus to have been crucified, he was cursed, not blessed, not chosen by God. And also, they didn't believe in a suffering God. They were looking for a mighty God. So Christ was foolish to the Jews and also to the Gentiles, to the Greeks, where Paul was preaching in Corinth. Because they understood God to be apatheia. That is, when you put an A in front of something, it negates it. It's like putting un in front of a word. And so they were unfeeling. They were unpathos. They were insensitive to the, they just didn't believe that God could be a feeling God. And they really wanted, they were people who loved great oratory and eloquence and the use of flowery language. And here was crude Paul telling them about Christ and his suffering on the cross. And so it appeared to be foolish to many of them as well. There are many fools who have no clue who Jesus is. And then there are some who are clueless. And so they fool themselves. There are many who fool themselves into thinking they know who Jesus is. But they have simply molded him into who they want him to be. And then there are some who are so serious that by their following, look foolish. Look foolish. Who are you? Who are you this morning, really? When you think of who Jesus is, really, his life, his teaching, his values, his relationship with God, who are you? 
Who are you? From The Late Show, Stephen Colbert. You know, he's a Catholic, and he doesn't hold back sharing about his Catholic faith uh, in his late-night show. And he said this about the foolishness of Christ, and I quote, It is a willingness to be wrong in society, to be wrong according to our time, but to be right according to our conscience as guided by the Holy Spirit. Unquote. That's pretty remarkable. To be a fool for Christ. So these last couple of weeks, I've been sharing my own thoughts. I've owned them, and I've not tried to push them on anybody, and I certainly don't ever want to do that. I want to encourage, teach, challenge, prod, question, right up to the point of then respecting and allowing you to believe how you believe. But Today, I want to tell you something that I feel convicted about based on what's happening in our wider country and the world, and that is my deep, deep care for creation with what's happening in politics and in government, I am deeply concerned about the beauty and sanctity of creation. I'm not trying to be political, and I'm certainly not being partisan, but I just need to share my own conviction as a Christian, as a follower of Christ, that I care so deeply about creation and the world we potentially leave for our children and grandchildren. I don't have any grandchildren yet, but I hope to someday. And when I do, I hope we can know that we've done something to make a difference so that we don't leave the world in such a bad shape that our children spend all their time, our grandchildren, all their time dealing with the mess that we've left. I don't have all the answers, but I'm going to do everything I can to fight for the well-being and the health of creation. I believe that I am called as a steward of God's gifts to care deeply for the creation. That's just me. That's David Young. I'm not trying to push that on anybody else. But I feel that so deeply into the core of who I am. So who are you? Who are you this morning? In a world that thinks the wisdom is to take care of ourselves, to get rich, to have plenty enough to take care of ourselves and for our families and everything else, to be comfortable, to sleep in rather than going to church, to have fun and be entertained all the time, to turn on the television and be entertained as opposed to going down and serving at a homeless shelter or at the soup kitchen. What, who are you really? And why be a fool for Christ? Well, I think it's our calling. So this April, this April, let's be fools for Christ. Let's be fools for Christ. The pay may not be much, but the benefits are out of this world.